The following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Hailing from the Pro Wrestling Tees headquarters in Chicago, Illinois, he is your host of the PWT cast, Bang, bang, what is up, you guys? Welcome to episode 125 of the PWT Cast. My name is Scrump, and this is, of course, the official podcast of Pro Wrestling Tees. You can find us right here for free on this very feed. Uh, you could also find us on social media as well, at PWT Cast on Instagram and Twitter. Head over to patreon.com forward slash PWT Cast. You can listen to a bunch of uh, movie reviews over there, a bunch of all fun stuff. This week, we'll have an episode talking about gremlins because, uh, you know, you talk about Christmas movies. There's none better than hearing about uh, people's fathers dying in the chimneys spoiler alert for the movie but of course this week i'm joined by uh uh someone who earlier this week said i could pass as a young santa claus can i uh i'm of course talking about uh jeremy zaha cousin jeremy jeremy my man are you going to pass off as young santa i think i pass off as young santa every day um and people get weirded out, I think, when in the middle of July, I'm handing out candy canes. But it's really just all about branding. And I'm really just trying to, to build it up so that when I retire, I can be the best mall Santa in the world. Now, what do you think the market for mall Santas is like? Like, do you think that it's uh, like a seniority based? So... I've actually seen a documentary on this. I think it's one that Mick Foley is in. I know Mick Foley is in a Christmas. Yeah, documentary. yeah, it is. I mean, so it is kind of competitive. Where if you're at like a a high end mall, being that 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 mall Santa, and they actually like have an apartment set up that you live in for the month that you're the mall Santa, <laughs> and they pay you like ten grand or something like that. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I mean it's it's. It doesn't look like a very uh, luxurious lifestyle, but for a month, dude, I could do that. For ten grand to live in a shitty apartment, I do yeah. that now. And for for not ten grand a month, yes, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I I mean it, it's it's something I've definitely considered in the future, um, and that's why I just walk around and randomly ask people. I could pass off as a young Santa, kind of just making sure everyone's ready for me when I transition into old Santa. I mean, listen, it's it's not out of the realm of possibilities that once you retire from pro wrestling tees that you'll have some gray in your beard, some gray in your hair because it's a very stressful job. You know, managing the warehouse like like you do, it's a very stressful job. So it, again, it would not be out of the realm of possibilities that, you know, once you, uh, you know, once you hang up your jersey and, uh, <laughs> you know, you, you just pick up a Santa coat in its place. Yeah, the trick is to skip gray and go right to white, because usually white doesn't happen until you're very old. I'd like to before I'm like in my nineties, have that white hair and white beard. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Listen, if there's anyone who could pull that off, I definitely think it's you. But like with the mall Santa, did you like? Were your parents someone who took you to go see like Santa at the mall and stuff? Because like I. I can't recall having a picture of, like, my sister or I with Santa. So, I don't, I, I'm sure that my mom did when I was, like, really young, but it wasn't, like, something regularly. What I do remember is every year at daycare slash preschool, mm-hmm. someone would come in as Santa, um, 
and that we get a picture taken there. And I also remember this is probably the most vivid Christmas memory I have. My mom used to work for Valspar, the paint company, which is now. I was like, wait, your mom used to work for Val? No. Valspar, the paint company that is now owned by Sherman Williams. Mm -hmm. Um, But they had a Christmas party. And every year they had these like Muppet looking elves. They're like full, full size humans, but have like this giant head with giant mouths. Um, and they're like, there's dance around. And I just, I remember as like a five-year-old being so excited because I knew I'd see the giant elves dancing at the Christmas party. But my mom was probably just like drinking, having a good time. That was, I was most excited about. And it's like a, a very vivid Christmas memory I have. I think my like favorite non-Christmas memory would just be like, because like, so I'm someone now who I love, I love, um wrapping gifts like i i I love it i do so i change it up i don't just get one specific like there's not just one wrapping paper like luckily if you go to like target or walmart you can buy like listen you go buy a fucking like a six foot thick roll of one specific wrapping paper that'll last you 10 years or like me like i'll go and i'll buy the like the thinner ones that you know maybe you can get a good five six presents you know maybe wrap out of like it doesn't last you long because i just i like to mix it up and stuff like that like i always like to just i like looking under the tree and there's so many different kinds of like wrapping paper um every now and then you get like a little bogus one that's like oh nice this one this you know this one doesn't have elves or santa this one has uh little christmas scarves nice um but I, i like i love wrapping gifts so one of the things that i love like as a kid was that when like um because my parents they would always like leave us with the babysitter for one day and they would go do like christmas shopping if they didn't want to just drag us along um but then like when we'd come back and like i'd help my mom and even then by like help really i was just helping her put things in bags because like i wasn't gonna sit there and like you know it's not she's like oh okay six-year-old scrump box this shit up like was not the case uh but eventually like as i got older i would do that and like i love doing that now like to the point where um yesterday uh or saturday you guys are listening this yesterday was saturday recording this sunday uh my girlfriend came over and she brought like all these gifts for her family and she was like yeah i was gonna like put them in bags and stuff and i'm like no 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 no. we're gonna fucking (laughs) we're gonna wrap them and like uh specifically in the month of december i always keep a bunch of like boxes and shit like just because you never know you know, like you never know what, yeah. um, like what random sized box you'll need and, and just things like that. But there was definitely no giant dancing elves at any sort yeah. of Christmas parties. That's all I remember. And it was, I always loved it. And to, to go off of your rapping, um, I am the complete opposite. I hate rapping. I am the worst at it in my mind. Why am I going to spend so much time learning a craft where the whole idea is it's a temporary covering that someone's just going to rip off? Um, so I don't put that much effort. I love gift bags like your girlfriend. Like that's the best because also you can reuse those um, if you're smart about it. Um, but yeah, no, I don't I don't ever invest in in. I'm the person that buys that six foot roll of wrapping paper and it's going to last me actually i'm that person that doesn't really even buy wrapping paper uh i know my mom 
has 18 rolls of wrapping paper because <laughs> of some school fundraiser that I did at one point. Um, Jeremy, you've been so, out of school for a while now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I mean, she really cared about my education, so she... <laughs> um, no, but like, wait, I, so that, she what? That, because in Forrest Gump, his mom really cared about his education. So I want to know exactly what you're getting at. So we, there's school fundraisers at times where you sell Christmas Listen, I just, paper. I just want to make sure that yes, the principal of your school didn't walk out going, oh, your mama show cares about your education, boy. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Which, if you think about it in hindsight, one of the most fucked up scenes in that movie <laughs> that, like, Sally Field had to sleep with his fucking principal to get, like, Forrest yeah. Gump to not, you know, be set. And, like, I think about it periodically. Like, what if what if the whole movie, instead of, like, Forrest Gump, you know, like, meeting JFK and all this stuff, it's all, like, proce- you know, preceded by, like, you want my show cares about you meeting the president, boy? Oh, no. <laughs> That'd be terrible. And and it is crazy that like the two points in his IQ test was going to keep him out and might've stopped all of that. Like his entire adventure, he would never really have been friends with Jenny, which probably would have benefited him. Honestly, if you think about it in hindsight, uh, he might, he, no, we I did. Think we did the. We Forrest did an entire Gump. podcast. Yeah. yeah, we did that. Yeah, if you want to listen, if you want to hear thoughts on Forrest Gump, Patreon.com uh, forward slash PWTcast for five bucks, you can listen to us dissect fully dissect the Forrest Gump because the, yeah, we did in fact uh, yeah. in depth talk about uh, Forrest Gump. But no, again, it, it's Sunday today, the Sunday before Christmas, and um, one like there's. There's two kinds. Are you done with all your Christmas shopping? Uh, no, no, no. Um, I won't be done probably until the 24th. Um, I'm mostly done, though. I mean, really, the only people I have left to buy for are, like, my mom and stepfather and then my cousin's baby. I think those are the only two that I still have to shop for. Um, everyone else... That's getting a gift is is covered, but I'm not. I'm also. We I think we've discussed this. I'm not big on getting gifts for everybody. Uh, I'm more the person that like as I go through a year, if something pops up that's like, oh, this person really like this, I just buy that. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I'm really nervous though, um, because specifically, we both know Frank, right? Mm-hmm. Frank Spot. He's made, he's made some like hints, like, oh man, the gift I got you. I was like, don't get me a gift. I don't want a gift. And I don't know if he actually got me a gift. He might not have, which I'd be happy with, but just the anxiety of not knowing is driving me crazy. Well, I'll tell you specifically when it comes to Frank, of course, Frank Spahik, uh, former you know guest on the show, um, operations manager of Pro Wrestling Tees. You, you guys have seen him and stuff like that. Um, he is probably the best gift giver, you know, like he will in that he's not a man of emotions, you know, it, like he won't sit there and be like, oh man, Jeremy, I'm so proud of you. Like he won't call you an idiot. And that's his way of telling you, you've done a good job at something, yes. Yes. you know? Um, but 
like when he cares about you and he likes you, like, you know, when the holidays come around and stuff like that, like he's really good at, at taking care of, of of everyone and stuff like that. And so I had bought him, I had bought him one gift and I was like, oh, you know what? This will suffice. And then we were walking around C2E2 and mind you, he, he was like, yeah, he's like, I, I got to find people's, like, I got to find gifts for, for these two people or whatever. And I'm like, right, whatever. And he was like, oh, he goes, yeah, don't worry, though. He goes, I bought your gift months ago. He's like, yeah, you're going to love it. And I'm just like, <sighs> then, again, on these two people who I wouldn't even consider two people he's, like, close to. Like, they're just two people that he happened to get stuff for. I saw how much he dropped on them. And I'm like, huh. If he if he just willy nilly dropped this much money on these two people who again it's more sort of a common courtesy gift that he's buying for them, you know because I mean I, and again Frank a nice guy he appreciates hardworking people and stuff like that I'm just like what the fuck did he buy me who is someone who you know dare I say like a, a friend of his so I was just like ah. and so but luckily for me there was one other thing I had contemplated getting for him. Um, that I wound up just, I was like, all right, I, I pulled the trigger and it got here relatively quick. So I, I was happy about that. But no, I get what you mean though, where it's just like, oh my God, like what, like he just, he tends to just go all out. Yeah. I'm very nervous about that. And if, if by some chance there is a gift that is given to me, uh, my plan is to just uh, respond by giving him the biggest hug. Um, and I know he'll hate that and he'll never do it again. Yeah. He'll use some <laughs> non-podcast appropriate language. Yes. Uh, but no, it it's, again, I'm also, I'm very, so I'm very much the same. Like I don't give, like uh, there's people at the shop and stuff, not everyone, but there's people at the shop and stuff that I'm getting gifts for. I'm not someone who just gets gifts to, or gives gifts to give gifts. If that makes any sense, you know, mm-hmm. um, I have been in in time past, you know, like Elisa, she's always like, yeah, you're fucking Santa Claus. But it's, again, it's one of those things where it's like, well, like my family, you know, my immediate family, my friends and stuff like that. Like, yeah, like I will, I want to see them open, you know, things. And that's why I was like, I don't care. We'll meticulously wrap this present knowing that in point seven seconds, they're just going to rip that fucking thing to shreds. It doesn't matter to me, you know, because again, like that's not the point of why I'm doing it. I'm doing it more so just, because I, I want to see the smiles on their faces, as, as cheesy and corny as that sounds. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, some, I'm, I'm never, like, that's funny, because we have Secret Santa coming up. Yeah. See, that I love. I love, like, a structured gift-giving environment where people write down three things that they're into. And I've already told you, who like, what I got in my person and which is good like i yes yeah like um so so it's funny because the last of the secret santas where i've been on the receiving end of um there's really only been two where the clearly the people who were like tasked with it were just like oh shit tomorrow's secret santa let me run to five below you know, like, what, like, like, one of those things, which again, totally fine, be, like, whatever, because I, I'm always yeah. more concerned with like, oh, I hope the person that I, that I got likes what they, you know, likes what they get and things like yeah. that. Um, but I, I'm always, I always just feel bad 
again, we're in an office setting where we, for the most, for everyone's friends, for the most part, but I always feel bad for the people where it's like, like, you know, like there's some people where it's like, I would have no idea what to get them. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just, I don't know. But that, but again, but that is fun though. Doing like secret Santa. Yeah. I'm, I love any type I love a secret Santa. I love a white elephant gift exchange where there's like, there's no real pressure. I mean, yes, you, you want to get like a good gift, but no one's like expecting this like wonderful gift. Um, and also the fact that you, you, that you literally all they have to go off of is three words. You write down on a piece of paper. See, I make it, so. I, I make it easy for mine in that. I just put ask stank or Mark because I know those are two people. I mean, honestly, there's a few people, you know, like, uh, that I'm that I'm pretty sure if you asked them, it, it wouldn't be hard. Like that's been the thing now with me with like, with my girlfriend. Like I like I never was like, ooh, this is on my Christmas list. Nor is she with me. It's like we both know each other well enough so that I'm like, no, like I don't. I, I got to figure it out. Like I'm, I got a good gist of of what you like or what you won't like. Again, with most of my friends as well. Like it's like sometimes it's like uh, kind of narrowing it down where it's like, well, do they prefer? This do they prefer uh, the football team or the basketball team better? Which one? You know, like just sort of things of that nature. Um, there's a lot of secret group chats with like, "What did you get so and so?" Okay, I got so and so this. So make sure if someone else gets so and so this that they don't get them this. Just you know, again, yeah. so there's no like doubles or or repeats or anything like that. Um, but yeah, I again, I very briefly went out today. Like I mentioned it, I went to like. Uh, uh, first i went to the so i don't know if you've experienced this yet but like clearly there was a mall around you growing up that you frequented as a as a kid yes ran mall in mount prospect illinois shout out Pro- mount prospect illinois yeah wait where is that yeah. one is it by woodfield no it's no it's uh it's closer to wheeling where i grew up okay. um it's literally the corner of rand and elmhurst it's now in one of those fancy outdoor malls Oh, okay. Cool. Um, but is it so? What is the status of it now? Like, is it one of those? Is it still thriving, or is it one of those malls that's like clearly on its last legs? Yeah. So I mean, it, it was it was um like even growing up, it became a mall that was on its last legs. We, me and my friends, famously, I guess not. It will be famous after I announce this on the podcast. Um, we once played hide and seek in the mall. Uh huh. Um, and we literally played for like three hours. Because my one friend, like there's, there was maybe 30 stores still open. There's a lot of like closed stores. So there was a lot of people there. So like, you weren't like afraid to like to run through the mall. No one's going to stop you. Like you're not going to run into anyone. But my one friend um, hid in a Stephen Barry's. Mm-hmm. Shout out Stephen Barry's. I missed that place. Um, cheap t-shirts. And, oh, cheap everything. Yeah. Everything. Um, but he climbed into like the coat rack in like the because they did they had two levels so the bottom level all the way into the back like in a corner mm-hmm. and laid there for two hours <laughs> hiding doing what did he have like headphones or something i don't i don't know i think he was just that committed and what's crazy is i remember i went to that area and like started reaching behind there, but just didn't reach far enough. So I didn't see him. 
Um, so he literally at, at some point we literally just had to call him like we have no idea where you are. We give up, you win. And then he he like met us outside. He's like, oh, we were like, where were you? He's like pointing exactly where he was. And I was like, that is insane. You win everything. Um, Wait, now, were your friends fucking Sal, Mur, Joe, and Q from the Impractical Jokers? Because this sounds like this sounds like it could be like a, an Impractical Jokers episode. Yeah, I mean, we we weren't that far. I mean, we were pretty far off in that we we had no production uh, quality. Um, but we did weird things. Like there was one time, me and my my one friend, we never actually did it. I regret not actually doing it, but we both created a a worse song playlist. Um, and we were supposed to walk through Grant Park and Millennium Park with like a boombox, just playing these terrible songs. And it's, I mean, it's totally stolen from. Do you remember Human Giant? Uh, yes, I didn't watch. I'm, I'm familiar enough with. Yeah. Yes. So we basically we totally stole it from there. But instead of they had to do uh, mixtapes for each person. Um, so like the other person had to listen to one that you made uh, me and my one friend, we just made one that we both were going to have to do. Um, and there was some, there were some bad ones. My favorite one on there was the theme song to the, uh, the new adventures of Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> okay. But in Ger- in German, so this um, probably just sounded horrifying. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't a good song. Um, what else? I mean, we also like uh, "Kiss Me" by Sixpence None the Richer, which, as an eighteen-year-old, it would have been pretty embarrassing. I don't remember. I think we didn't do it because we really didn't have like a good boombox to do it. And now we're old, and now it'd be even creepier. I mean, definitely, what you're saying right now sounds like, you know, like a like a skit from Impractical Jokers. Yeah. You know. Yeah. We did at like senior year of high school. We just did whatever we wanted. We had um, this thing called passing period parties where we had block scheduling. So we had nine minute passing periods. So randomly we would just bring in chips and salsa and Mondo's we get from Aldi and play music in the hallway and hand out chips and salsa and like just dance in the hallway. Just everyone who walked by would get some, some snacks um, and to the point that like the teachers around the area were like actively encouraging it. One teacher offered a broomstick for a limbo sick. And we had to say like, no, 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 no. We had to be the adults in this. Like someone <laughs> might, someone might tr- like hit their hat or something like that. What are you stupid? Work. That, that yeah. could have bodily damage. But yeah, we, we just did our own theme days too. Um, like, you know, we had like Hawaiian shirt day or like this the spirit days where we just do our own so like one of my favorites was um panda day where we me and my one friend dressed as pandas and the entire day i ate nothing but celery because it was the closest <laughs> thing i had to bamboo um and like literally to be a panda i had to wear like tidy whities over my like black sweatpants or whatever the entire day oh, god see i was hoping that you were saying that you were in a panda like panda like costume or even better like a onesie that's like a panda onesie that would have been amazing no it was it was way worse than that it was literally like tidy ways over black sweatpants uh, uh i think a white t-shirt with the sleeves cut off and like a black sweatshirt and like a mask we also did, my other favorite was birthday day because if you remember 
don't know if they did, but a lot of times, mostly the females of the school, when it was your birthday, your friends would get you a bouquet of balloons and you had to carry it around all all day. Did they have to do that at your high school? Uh, they were like decorate lockers. I never, I mean, like, oh, okay. yeah, there would be some people who'd like walk around with like their balloons and, and flowers yeah. and things like that. Sometimes a sash that says like birthday girl or yes. something. So what we did is me and my friends, we all bought our own balloons and a, a certain day we walked around, it was birthday day and we just pretended it was our birthday and like teachers would come and be like, Oh, happy birthday. And we'd be like, Oh, thank you. And then they, they start saying, wow, it's crazy that you and so-and-so have the same birthday. It's like, I, it's insane. Um, and it took like at least three quarters of the day for everyone to catch on and be like, Oh, this is just one of their dumb things they do again. Now it's funny that you mentioned like all these like traditions and little festivities and parties that you did because earlier in the week you mentioned another party to me that you oh, guys would do. Yes, the the uh, the famous uh, deep fryer fiestas, where we would uh, all get together. We had one friend whose mom had a uh, who had like a catering business, so she had access to Restaurant Depot. Shout out Restaurant Depot, future sponsor of the podcast. Um. And uh, so we would get like this unlimited cooking oil from there. And literally everything we ate for that, that party was deep fried. Now we did this in, in high school when our bodies can handle that. Uh, we, we talked earlier how um, it would immediately kill me if I ate nothing but deep fried food today. But I mean, listen, I, I wouldn't suggest you do it. I mean, you could, but it's one of those things where, like, you told me that, and I was like, "Listen, Jeremy, I was like, as your friend, I will, under no circumstances, will I allow you to do this." Yeah, I, yeah, it was, it was a, a, hey, Jeremy's about to sneeze, guys. And I'm gonna just leave this cut in. Oh yeah, he muted it. I'm leaving that in. I'm not editing that out. That's fine. I muted because you left them on a cliffhanger. They were like, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, excuse excuse me, everyone. Um, yeah, no, that things like that. I think I always look back fondly, especially as I as I get older. Mm-hmm. I uh, I start to feel more like um, an old person almost. Even though I'm only in my thirties, it's just like to think back. Like I graduated high school fourteen years ago <laughs> is insane to think. And Wait, one day, 14, when did yeah. you graduate high school? 2007 that's when i started high school oh my gosh i could be your father yeah you could be yeah i, I could be calling four. you papa jeremy instead of cousin jeremy <laughs> i would have been a very young father but but you grew up to be a nice responsible man so yes uh, no I, I get yes. what you mean specifically like um so uh, today we were celebrating my nephew's birthday and uh, we we've lived in the same neighborhood my entire life, you know, like literally always just like a few blocks away from like the same general area that I grew up in. Um, and so one of the things that typically happens is uh, like when I'm driving with my girlfriend, I'll be like, oh, look, this place is the place where, you know. Uh, this is the golden nugget that we would always fucking uh, come to. This is the this. This is the that. Like, I I like like retelling those stories of just. I mean, one she's not from Chicago, so there's a lot of places where I'm like, oh look, this is you know this is this that and the other. And uh, you know, when we were younger, we would do this. We would come here. Oh, you see that Starbucks? It used to be a Subway, and you know you could tell if you went to you went off campus for Subway for lunch because you smell like goddamn bread. Just 
you know, like, like fun little anecdotes like that. And I, I get what you mean because, um, I, I mentioned it before on the podcast, but it's when I started working there six years ago, I was the youngest person there, you know, me and Elisa, yeah. we, we were the young, we were the young ones there. Now it's like, I think Morgan's like 19 or something. Like maybe she, I don't know. Yeah. I it's mean, she well, doesn't really work there. Well, enough. I think I've told, I, I've definitely have told this story before, but uh, there was like a, um, an early 2000 themed birthday party that I went to uh, in the summer, like late summer, with uh, at Johnny's house, at one of his friends' house. We were at Porky's house. And uh, I was Wait like, now. hold on. Johnny has a friend named Porky? Yeah. Johnny keeps all this from me. Johnny famously rid a chi- a tiny bull when he was a kid and says it there and told me that there was a video of it somewhere. And every time I see him, it's like, Johnny, all I want for my birthday is to see that video of you riding a tiny bull with like corks <laughs> on the horn so that he doesn't get hurt. Does he get impaled to death? Yeah, basically. He's like, I don't know where it is. I don't know where it is. He, he keeps saying it's at his uncle's house or whatever. I don't know. And then I find out that within the last year, he was out at a place where they had a mechanical bull and Johnny wrote it and there was video of it. And Johnny did not say, you know what? I haven't been able to find the little video, but I have this video that I could show Jeremy. Didn't even consider it. I found it out from someone else and it broke my heart. Johnny, you broke my heart. What a fucking scumbag. Um, well, thankfully, uh, there's no heartbreaking in this video. Actually, there was a little bit of a heartbreaking event later on in the night with a drinking and driving accident. Don't drink and drive, you guys. Holy cow. Uh, they're fine. They're both fine. Um, and it wasn't Johnny either. Uh, but uh, so I go to this party, and yeah, like I mentioned, it's a dress like the early 2000s themed birthday or, or, or party or whatever. I've, my my stuff's not changed. I just show, showed up in black vans, uh, black jeans, and an atmosphere hoodie, much like I did in the early 2000s. Um, and I remember, like, at one point, uh, I'm standing there with, um, what do you call it, um, Johnny, and he kind of goes and, and does his own thing with his friends or whatever, and I'm just like, oh, okay, like, uh, you know, whatever. Go ahead, do, do your own thing. And so I'm just like looking around and I'm like, fuck, I don't know anyone. And then I see Johnny's sister and I was like, all right, cool. Like, I'll, I'll go say hi. And I'm like, oh, hey, what's up? And she's like, oh, hey. And, uh, oh, because you know what? Will and Ray were there, but they were like, I think they were dancing. So I was like, I'll wait for them and then I'll, I'll, I'll fuck off. Um, and so whatever. So yeah, like we're talking and I was like, oh, I was like, look, there's Ray, who's another one of our coworkers. I was like, man, how funny would it have been if Ray showed up to this dress like a baby and she's like, she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, you know, because like Ray's only like 19, you know. I'm like, wouldn't it have been funny if he would have showed up? Just, oh no, he's uh, he's only 20. Wouldn't it have been funny if he showed up just like a baby? And then her and her friends are like, yeah, we're all younger than Ray. And I was like, cool. I'm gonna just go fuck off now because you guys made me feel like a fucking old man. You know, it was just one of those things. And I was like, ah, oh, you know, like whatever. But um. No, I get what you mean. I, I definitely get a little bit nostalgic, especially down memory lane. Um, weirdly enough, with like the Marvel movies, it's because like right now, uh, 
my girlfriend is she's she's making her way through the Marvel set cinematic universe timeline wise because that's an option on Disney Plus. And like oftentimes I'll just be like like we just finished Avengers two and I'm like oh man I like I remember when this came out I remember you know like cause some of them I was working like at the movies when some of them came out and it's always just like fun like kind of like looking back and like oh yeah this is where I was at this place in my life like when you know when this one came out or when I heard about this one that was being announced um, I guess we should. With, so it'll be a spoiler free we won't spoil anything although listen if you have any form of social media god and have been able to avoid spoilers god bless you because i see them on tiktok on twitter on instagram on facebook everywhere these fucking spoilers are everywhere but don't worry we will not be spoiling anything jeremy what are just some of your general thoughts on one spider-man no way home uh, well, first, I want to preface all this. This was the first time I've been in a theater since the pandemic. And it was like a very weird experience <laughs> to like be in a movie theater again. Um, and I forgot that you need to get there earlier if you want to get concessions. Mm-hmm. I literally stood in line. I wanted to get a soda and two hot dogs. Okay. I stood in line. Cause I had, it was like right around lunchtime and I needed something like actual food. I waited in line for 25 minutes. There was five people in front of me. That's how slow they were going. And I get up there and I'm like, Oh, I like a medium soda and two hot dogs. And then the guy kind of like looked around for a second and then walked away and then came back and said, we're all out of hot dogs. I was like, well, what do you have? He's like, uh, we can do a pizza or nachos. I was like, okay, I'll just do a pizza. He's like, well, it's going to take like 10 minutes. And I'm like, what? <laughs> this is the only thing you have. Like you have nothing else. It's like, no, it's like movie theaters were not prepared. At least the one I went to, I believe it's the one that you used to work at over the re- one on Western. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. Random um, dogs. Yeah, they 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 were not prepared at all. But once I got into that theater, it was like felt wonderful, like to be back in a movie theater. And I was able to buy my ticket, so I didn't have anyone next to me. Um, with the with the the new Omicron, I was like, I'd rather have a little bit of space. And it was like perfect experience. And then the movie started, and I won't say anything, but like. I think that Marvel and Disney and Sony have finally like realized like, Hey, let's just make a shit ton of money and do everything we possibly can to make all these Spider-Man movies the best that they can be. Yes. Yes. Very much. Like first off, it's funny. So I went with Mark, we left, um, we left during work actually where I was like, Frank, we're getting the fuck out of here. We got, I, we, I gotta go watch a Spider-Man movie. Um, and it, it was fucking awesome. I mean, first off the concession line itself was not that long. I think Mark and I only waited about 10 minutes. Um, he bought me nachos. Wow. Yeah. Nice of him. Very nice of him. Just not enough cheese. See, it's funny because some places give you too much cheese. Some places not enough. I went to AMC, two cups of cheese. Wow. Two cups of cheese. 
definitely did not need that much because there wasn't enough chips. But this place, plenty of chips, not enough cheese. That's always just it's it's never right. Um, Should have saved some of that cheese. Well, I I wish. Oh, well, last time I also had some popcorn. So I was dipping the popcorn in the cheese, Ooh. which uh, used to be my breakfast when I worked there at the movies. Um, and now I can't eat popcorn that much because uh, I just I this is all I ate when I worked there. Um, but no, yeah, it seemed so. What's weird about this movie to me is the fact that I don't know about you, like it's not really a kids movie. Uh, no. I mean, it's, it's hard to not get into spoilers. I th- listen, um, I think if, I think I it, get, if, yeah. if, a, if you bring like a 10 year old who will have grown up on comic book movies and might've been exposed to every comic book movie, they will probably appreciate this. Yeah. Uh, a crying two-year-old that I fucking shushed and then said to his mom, are you fucking serious right now? And then she got embarrassed and grabbed the kid. That kid was never going to appreciate this movie. No, no. I I, I kind of compare it to uh, Toy Story 3, mm-hmm. where if you're a certain age, like it hits you in a very specific spot. Mm-hmm. Um. But if you're like super young, you wouldn't you wouldn't actually understand everything. I mean, it's still good. I'm sure. I'm sure like a five year old still love it just because the action. But yeah, it was a really good movie. Like, um, the the chemistry between you know Doctor Strange and and Peter Parker. You know, of course, Benedict Cumberbatch and Tom Holland. Very fun. Like, I guess they are in real life friends or whatever. Um, so that you know it makes for a thing or whatever. But no, very very awesome like chapter into the MCU. Like it was very fucking like uh, kind of just came out of nowhere. Like I read pl- I read plans for what I, I, initially they wanted the movie to be. Initially, Craven the Hunter was going to be involved, um, and that was sort of going to revolve around that. And I think uh, John Watts, the director, was like, "Yeah, or." <laughs> me out and clearly they went with that and it was fun it was a really fun movie um again oh, super hard to avoid spoilers and I, I, the movie will get its own episode um I, I will be doing its own specific episode for that you know we can talk spoilers and things like that or maybe we'll wait like a week or a few weeks before talking about it but definitely a very good movie and um like i want to go watch i i, I, I want to just i'd watch it <laughs> i I may or may not have someone I know may or may not have access to a bootleg uh, Indian version of it that does not look as bad as you would think so. Um, so I may have rewatched bits and parts here twice, but there's I will say there's some very emotional scenes in it, and it's just it's a fucking awesome movie. Like again, it in th- the two three days that it's been out. It's already the third highest grossing movie for an opening night, like right behind Endgame and Infinity War. So that'll tell you like the drawing power behind, you know, uh, Spider-Man and why Sony keeps like trying to make all those other Spider-Man movies. We're like, here's Venom and Morbius and we're doing Craven the Hunter. And you're like, yeah, but where's Spider-Man? That's what we want to see with this <laughs> fucking guy. Um, but no, it's very awesome. Like, I again... If you haven't already, and I know some people, and that's why I was like, I wasn't going to spoil it for people, but like, if for some people you haven't already, like, go out there and watch it. Cause again, it's just, 
such a fucking great movie um you know because you just sat there and it honestly to me didn't feel like the length that it was no because it's like two and a half hours right about yeah yeah um but hey you know what another interesting another fun thing this week that didn't feel as long as it actually did was uh the broadway between the hangman adam page and daniel bryanson did you catch any of that by chance oh i watched all of it and it was like obviously like obviously we're still we're just now kind of we're getting caught up and everything at work um so i stayed a little bit later than i wanted to so they didn't start dynamite until like 8 30 and usually when I do that, like there's some fast forwarding. I'm like, I can kind of get through this, like definitely commercials. And if I miss a little bit after the commercial, not a big deal. Mm-hmm. But for that, I was like, I can't fast forward because I don't want to miss any of this match. So like I watched the first hour, well, I guess a little over an hour because they including entrances mm-hmm. um, without fast forwarding. I was like, this is amazing. And I kind of figured they were going to the time of the draw once they passed like the half hour thresh mark, I was like, they're not going to go this long and not go all the way. Um, but I was, I was not disappointed at all with any of that. I know some people are like, oh, it wasn't a real ending. I was like, I mean, it, it is. I mean, dude, they told a good story in that one, the hangman doesn't lose because you don't want him to lose on his first defense. It tells the story of, uh, Brian Danielson can't finish on the big matches. Like there has to be some frustration there where it's like, why can't I win these matches? Cause he, he did time of draw with Kenny. Like he just can't do it. And then it just showed so much heart in hangman. Cause he was like fighting from behind for basically the entire match, but never gave up. Never gave up my boy, my boy, hangman, Adam page. Um, no, what's funny is it, like, the brainwash that like and again this isn't just purely bashing WWE but like they've brainwashed people into like having this weird definition of what like a good mat a good finish to a match is and there were so many of people like that complaining where they're like oh, they're giving away too much good wrestling on TV and it's like <laughs> what. Like yeah. you're you're complaining that you have Daniel Bryanson, like who <laughs> like again, undoubtedly, without a shadow of a doubt, wrestler of the year by far. Like guy was started the year crushing it in WWE and mm-hmm. and is ending the year crushing it in AEW. Like the man walks between both worlds, has been crushing it, like and you're gonna sit there and be like, mm, I don't like that he's wrestling uh these time limit draws because it's like no but it was funny because so so we put the match on and uh immediately i was like because everyone was kind of just like throwing around their theories and things like that you know um and i was like you know what i was like i think they're going the hour draw i was like one they only have four matches announced which is Mm -hmm. totally unlike them i was like two there's been several mentions by hangman about like yeah brian you know uh like he couldn't beat kenny it it went the time limit there were several references and it was at one point i was like all right they're not referencing this for nothing this is being referenced for a reason um and then much like yourself yeah once they hit the half minute mark or the 30 minute mark 
I was like, nope, they're, they're doing it. Yeah. They're fucking going for it. And yeah, it was awesome. Like, again, these two, these two, like, artists just l- being let out there to, to just do what they do best, you know? And again, Brian Danielson is someone who, like, just wanted to wrestle. Simple mm-hmm. as that. The guy just wants to wrestle, won out of WWE because he just wanted to wrestle. And then sure enough, like Tony Khan's is like, all right, man, fucking wrestle. I thought it was a master class. Like, you know, and, and Dave, Uncle Dave gave it the old five stars. And I'm like, yeah, deservedly so. Like, it is a, it was a just fucking incredible match. Yeah. And I, I saw this online, so it might not be 100% accurate, but I, I think it's pretty telling. Um, after that match, Brian Danielson wrestled 17 matches in AEW and 17 matches in WWE this year. Um, he, of his 17 matches in WWE, I think only like 11 were singles matches, something like that. And they were all between four opponents. Uh, Brian Danielson has wrestled 17 matches in AEW this year. 16 have been singles matches with 16 different opponents. It's yeah. like he's actually wrestling people. Like he's getting out there. And he's. I, I'm surprised he hasn't been on dark yet. Has he been on dark? He might. He might have. I. He be, might have even I been on dark. Think he? Yeah. I, I believe he has. I heard there's also some rumors that a, a very Brian Danielson like person has also been appearing on dark. Um. Yeah. What are you gonna tell me next? Fuego del Sol's tag team partners Cody Rhodes. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. Um, no, of course not. No, yeah, again, it's interesting. I'm like, yeah, listen, until they let me down, I'm not, I'm going to sit here and, you know, sing the praises of, you know, of, of Tony and company because, yeah, like it's, it's just new. It's interesting. Like they're not just giving you the same bullshit over and over. Like I, f- I just, I feel bad. Like I, like I saw that like WWE was in town this week. And I'm just like, you couldn't pay me to sit through a back-to-back SmackDown taping because it's just like, it's just, like, it's nothing new. And then I read the, like, I still listen to, so I listen to post-wrestling and they'll go through the results and stuff like that. They review the shows and I'm like, why? Like, you have such a, even after their massive roster, because they still have such a deep roster that it's like, you can't. You, you can't come up with anything new. You're going to have some new re- iteration of Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs versus fucking Baron Corbin and Riddick Moss. That's really what you're going to do. Like, holy shit. It's just, it's incredible to me, you know? Like, and again, AEW, like, they're very fortunate in that, you know, you can have top guys like, uh, you know, Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega and uh, John Moxley leave to go you know take care of themselves mentally mentally physically or you know go to europe for their concerts um and they're fine they are flirt they are just fine you know because there's so many people that are so over and like i love that you know and they're bringing in so many so many new people did you happen to catch the malachi black promo that they that they put out oh absolutely and Immediately, and then I mean, you might know more about this, like more confirmation wise. 
But I was like, oh, Brody's coming to AEW. I was like, this is amazing. I mean, listen, they they may or may not, uh, you know, be bringing him in. But the fact that, you know, you'll be more than a king or something yeah. like that, like whatever yeah. it is he says, I was like, 100%, he's fucking coming in. And again, I'm not going to... I would never dare ask any, you know, uh, any sure. friend of mine what's going on. I, I very much like to, um, I like to see it all play out. But Brody King versus CM Punk is something that I am, I am calling. I'm manifesting that 2022 will be the year of Punk and King, um, because I just I really want to see it. But yeah, no, dude. Like again, so many interesting things that are, that are happening over there, and you know, like they're seemingly teasing a, a big surprise next week for the elite um so who knows you know yeah maybe uh you know maybe we'll see a, a a dragon of sorts a red dragon of sorts you know next week yeah i mean my first thought would be norman smiley but i'm pretty sure he's pretty locked up in nxt um yeah he's there for a while yeah Oh man, a big wiggle on AEW would I'd pop for big the big time. wiggle. Oh man, It'd be the greatest. So what are like? And I guess I kind of just bring it back to Christmas. What are just what are some family traditions that you currently have now? Because like, um, again, like we were, so we were, we went to uh, today's or yeah, the day that this releases, it'll be my nephew's tenth birthday, which is crazy to me because to me he was just born you know he's still a little baby infant in the manger um not in the manger but uh because that was baby jesus um yeah which, which funny enough at my parents house so my youngest nephew is obsessed with dinosaurs right now because all two-year-olds all two and three-year-olds that they make dinosaurs their personality at one point oh, um yeah. and there's a nativity scene and like uh so again i'm telling my girlfriend because like the christmas tree is there she she came over she met my parents and you know we're we're there for my nephew and stuff like that and i'm like oh i was like look you know look at the tree i'm like it has so many old decorations that like we used to put on there and, and things like that and i look over the nativity scene i'm like yeah i was like my mom's had that forever too and then i'm just quiet she's like well i was like I think there's a dinosaur in the nativity scene. And sure enough, my nephew put one of his little toy dinosaurs along with like Jesus and Mary, you know, like all these other fucking people. And, um, it fit right in, it fit fucking right in there with that. And I was just like, hell yeah. Um, but like I was telling her, I'm like, because her and her family, they have like some Christmas traditions. And I was like, honestly, I was like, our only Christmas tradition is my sister, my dad, and my, I, my sister, my dad and myself, we make fun of my little brother and then my mom gets upset with us. And then we shift it over and start making fun of her until she gets even more mad. But like, uh, what about you? Like, does your family, like what, what is typically, what does a typical, uh, Zaha Christmas look like? Um, so the, the thing that probably the, the biggest longstanding tradition we've, we have, um, is every Christmas morning we wake up, we do presents, um, we, as basically as soon as presents are done, we like clean up and then we get into the car and we go to Denny's cause it's the only place open. Mm -hmm. 
and we have breakfast at Denny's every Christmas morning. Um, and to the point where let's we go to one specific Denny's, I know exactly who the waitress is going to be there. Um, like it's just like you, you super consistent. You're there that much that you're like, oh look, uh, there goes Ma- there goes Margaret. Yeah, I don't. I well, we don't go there often. But we go there at Christmas Day, so it's like, but it's always the same, basically the same waitress that's there every Christmas. Mm-hmm. And the only other consistent Christmas thing is my grandfather gives everyone money for Christmas. Amazing, very practical gift. Um, and what everyone does is they take the money. They say, thank you, grandfather. And then they give him the card back to use next year. <laughs> so he never has to buy new Christmas cards. It started with my uncle many years ago. And then as like everyone's like all the kids have gotten older, like I've kind of made sure it's like, hey, this is what we do now. Because what do you do with the card after you get it? Like, it's not like he's writing these like heartfelt notes in, mm-hmm. in there. He's just saying, hey, hey, Merry Christmas, grandpa. So he then stores them all for next year. Um, and then I know for a fact, I know exactly the card I'm getting every year. Uh, and then we just hand it back. He's like, thank you very much. It's like, this is, I love this, but this is the, the Christmas relationship we have. I mean, it's a pretty good system you have going on there because yeah, then you don't have to worry about like, Oh shit. Grandpa forgot fucking Tim. It's like, what? They forgot Tim. And then, yeah, like, ugh. Yeah, no, it's it's weird with me because like so, um, a lot of like Hispanic people that I know, uh, myself included, would celebrate Christmas on the twenty fourth. They would wait. We like I remember growing up, that was a thing. It's like we waited till midnight, um, because it's technically Christmas morning, mm. uh, and we would open up our gifts. And of course, like over time, it was like, well, instead of midnight, eleven will be fine. And it's like, well. Instead of 11, everyone has to drive home, so let's just do 10, you know, and it's just like, hey, can we just open presents now? It's like, yeah, sure, go ahead. Everyone wants, everyone's, all the parents are tired and want to go home. But now that we're, like, older, so, it, and it basically started once my sister, well, probably for the last 10 years, because once my sister had her baby, of course, like, um, they would go with, like, the, the baby's parents and stuff like that. Uh, but now that... Well, actually, no, not even. Probably within the last three years, three, four years, because my sister started going to her boyfriend's, um, her, her, her second uh, baby daddy, uh, his house, and with his family and stuff like that. So typically we would do it on the 24th, but um, now that's not a thing anymore. Um, so, you know, we'll like, uh, now it'll be actual Christmas morning type thing where, you know, we go, we all gather at my mom's house. Um, I'm going to be smarter this year and bring all the presents over there prior because it's just, it's just so much of a hassle where specifically where they're living now, not the best parking situation wise. So, and I don't want to just like leave a car full of presents before they had like a loading zone. So I could, it was like a, oh, not even a loading zone, like a pump right in front of their house. Um, okay. Yeah. So I, I was just, like, what, what kind of house does a loading? <laughs> no, they had a, you know, the fire hydrant there. So I could just double park real quick and then, you know, run the presents up. Not going to be a thing this year. So I definitely got to make sure that, you know, I, I can bring everything up there and, and, and things like that. Um, but yeah. And so I've also gone ahead and taken the role of, I'm the one who's going to distribute presents. Uh, but 
even then, that mainly comes in the fact that I love, love to play pranks on people for Halloween in as much as like, um, like at like a Walmart or a Target, they sell like gag boxes where it's like, you know, um, like a dog collar that so your dog can communicate to you, you know, or it's mm-hmm. like um, corn flavored water, like just random things that like look legit and you're like, oh, cool. Like, I think I got my sister once, like it was like, dog toilet bowl cleaner and she was like huh it's like yeah you attach it to the dog and the dog cleans the toilet bowl and she was kind of like <laughs> oh thanks you know until she like actually opened it up and saw what it actually was and stuff like that um but i like to do that specifically my favorite thing though is the box inside of a box inside of a box inside of a box i'm not going to say who i know this person won't be listening but just for clarity someone i know got a set of earrings so of course earring a little box no bigger than your thumb Mm -hmm. that box is currently wrapped inside of 10 other boxes the 10th one being one of the giant like uh what are like the giant brown boxes where like you would get t-shirts in like if you work with us it's just a, a giant box and that took a good like hour maybe even a little bit longer to fucking rap and, and do everything but like i love doing that stuff i love like you know so and of course my family by now they're accustomed to it like my sister's boyfriend last year i tried to do it to him and he stared me right in the eye as he grabbed my present and just ripped the fucking thing apart and like just did not hesitate looked at me because he knew that i was like fucking with him and then you know finally got to what it was and was like oh cool thanks and i'm like oh cool (laughs) um yeah but so, so with this being christmas week because again there'll be another episode monday but it'll christmas will have already happened um what is the best Christmas present you've ever received? Oh, that's a good question. Probably WrestleMania 22 tickets. WrestleMania 22 tickets. Yeah. Last WrestleMania here. Never get to go. I, when I opened that, I was like, I was like in shock. I was like, wait, really? I really get to go to this? Mm-hmm. Um, How good were the seats? Not good. Um, but it was it was all state arena, so it wasn't. It's not like there were bad seats. I mean, we were behind the um, stage, mm-hmm. um, so we couldn't see like any of the entrances. But like direct view of the ring, we could see all the matches. The only match we couldn't see really was uh, Kurt Angle, uh, Rey Mysterio, Randy, I, th- Randy like, Orton. One of the actual good matches on the card. Yeah. Um, yeah, we could, we couldn't say that cause, uh, I think it was Kurt Angle's pyro just never dissipated. Like it was just like a, a nice cloud. If you watch back, you can kind of see it. Like there's like this cloud in the, in the, the audience. Mm-hmm. Um, it just never really cleared. That's a bummer. Um, you can see it enough. Like, I mean, it was Ray Mysterio winning the world title. Um, perfect view to see uh edge spear make Foley through the flaming table though like as we were on that side of the ring looked fantastic um and then i mean great shot of boogeyman really excited to see that (laughs) 
Ah, that 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 famous WrestleMania match of yeah. Boogeyman. Yep, Boogeyman. It was Boogeyman Booker T. I think I'm pretty sure Boogeyman made Charmel eat the the worms uh, that match. I believe, yeah, because it was King Booker at the time, though. No? Yeah, King Booker. Um, but yeah, like that was like that was a big thing for me, like to actually say I was at a WrestleMania because my uncle was at WrestleMania 13 and always talked about it. I was like, man, I really wish I was at WrestleMania 13, but I really wasn't watching wrestling seriously when that was going on. So I wouldn't have gone, but you were old enough to have been able to attend WrestleMania 13. Yeah, I would have been, I went to my first wrestling show ever was spring stampede 94. Oh, I would have been about a year old. Yeah. I was like five. I don't remember much about it. Um, all right, calm down, Matthew Heredia. All these wrestling shows he's been to as a child and won't well, remember any of them. That, yeah, he's gonna, none, none of them. Um, well, actually, he might because he actually really likes wrestling. It looks like I likes it enough. Likes he it enough. Likes it because likes it because his dad gets forces him. him to watch it. Yeah, yeah. He likes CM Punk. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, yeah, he met CM Punk, like CM Punk. Adam Cole, him and Adam Cole were in the same shoes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Okay, yeah, I mean, that would be like, that would be a good present. Um, yeah. Jeez, I mean, like my nephew, I guess, would be one of those Christmas presents because he his birthday is, you know, five days right before Christmas. Um, Did your sister put a bow on him? No. Oh. That's... But it's I remember funny enough, I have um so when he was being born, they wouldn't tell us his name. She was like they picked like a, a unisex name and uh they made sure so it was like, you know, my nephew's names. Then it was like, you know, it was Alex's mom, Alex's dad, and I was like, Oh my god, I was like, Do you guys have any more there was like felt like those like felt press on letters that you like go to like a target or a Michaels or something. And, you know, you can purchase that. And they were like, well, no, we don't have any extra letters, but actually we already made you one. And it's your Christmas, one of your Christmas presents. And I was like, Oh, okay. never mind, never mind. Then like, don't worry about it. And like, I got that and I literally wore it out. till like the letters were about to fall off. And then I remember I just reprinted another one with like my other nephew's name um and I, like i always wear that on christmas that's one of those traditions where it's like i always wear that because i'm always the one that's like opening the presents and stuff like that and i want to get pictures of me with them every christmas you know um i mean i didn't do that with my youngest nephew but now that i'm like all right well now the both of you i'm gonna try and do that um but also when i was a little kid i was i was very much a troublemaker in that no oh. you actually no i wasn't a troublemaker i was just like so I did something. Now, now you back off. Now you back off. Well, no, yeah. I mean, listen. I I say that as if I was like as if like I was like like a, a troublemaker, and not really. That wasn't actually really. I don't know why I said that. To be honest with you, um, but uh, there was one. There was one Christmas where, so my mom wrapped everything, and I was just like, oh, okay, okay. I was like, I can. I was like, I can see what's mine and what isn't mine, and. Uh, I remember I went and um, 
like you know like one of those t-shirt boxes you know how they have like a t-shirt box but some of them already have a design on the top of them so you don't have to like wrap that like it's just the box itself and it's like here you go so they had one of those and all she did was tape the sides down so i grabbed the knife and just you know cut both sides and it was a game it was a red game boy advance sp which was like a little square one. It was a, I think it was like the first one to introduce the the backlit screen, so you don't have to like, you know, own, you like have any trouble with it. Um, she got me that, and uh, it was some Yu Gi Oh game and Pokemon Pinball. And so I I took Pokemon Pinball out of its packaging, left left the 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 plastic on there and everything. Um, and then I remember I took it to my room and I would I played with it. And I kept it there. And then, like, the day before Christmas, I opened the thing back up, put the Game Boy Advance back in there, put everything back the way it was, and was like, oh, my God, crazy, you know? And, I, like, it wasn't until, like, a few years back that, like, I told my mom about that. And she was just like, really? Like, you did that? And I was just <laughs> like, yeah, I'm sorry. But, again, I was, like, I was like 10 or 11 or wow. something like that, you know? It was just, like, weird because I'm like – is this the kind of shit my nephew's up to now? Like he's about to be 10 and I'm like, is he going to be fucking like up to this sort of chicanery? You know, yeah. like you just, you never I, know. I did the same thing right around that same age. I remember I figured out my mom kept all the, all the Christmas presents in her closet. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even wrapped yet. I knew exactly. I looked and I, I like, I brought my brother along. I ruined his Christmas. Um, and to this day, my my brother, whenever he's trying to get under my skin, he's like, "Oh, you remember that time you ruined Christmas?" How much? I, how much I've, younger is your brother than you? Uh, almost five years. Oh, so, so he's about my age. I think he's I think he's a year younger than you. When were you born? Ninety three. That's when he was born. Yeah, he's your age. When's his birthday? October. Oh yeah, I'm definitely older than him. Okay. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I say that as if I'm like, no, nah, I was born in June. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there's one time where my mom got me an electric, like, drum kit type thing. That was the, the, the big gift that year. Because it was at the point where I was like, I really wasn't asking for crazy things. So she had to kind of get creative as to what the, the big gift's going to be that year. Yeah, that the, the bummed me out that my nephew's not at the point now where he's like, eh, it's okay, you can give me whatever. And I'm like, I was literally like, tell me anything you want. But I mean, I, I peaked last year. I got him a fucking PS5. Like, where do you go from that? I'm going to yeah. buy him a car. <laughs> you know, yeah, but, you could. Buy a 10-year-old a car. Yeah. I mean, it'd be reckless, but you could. I guess I could. Um I mean, another thing that I could do, though, of course, is uh, give a shout out to the wonderful patrons of the show, because, of course, um, now that I'm doing this alone, I got to pay rent for this office by myself. And it makes it a lot easier that I have the wonderful people supporting this podcast and able to use that money for this. Like um, some people on the Internet assume that we make one hundred thousand dollars a month or whatever, and that we (laughs) haven't, you know, like uh 
future ownership of a company. Not the case at all, you guys. Um, you know, but of course, a thank you to all the the wonderful members of the Patreon. Of course, that includes uh, Clifford Fraser, Jesse Kohlenberg, our little buddy Mark Villanueva, uh, the wonderful the wonderful man himself, Joshua Davis, the invincible man himself, Ryan Mears, uh, our man Neil Flanagan, Jonathan Mayer, Hot Topic Joe, Ryan Crossley, Taffy, Vivian, Anthony Torres, Brandon from New Jersey, my Godfather Jesus. How's it going, Jesus? My Godfather Jesus. Shout out Jesus. Shout out Jesus. Uh, good old Brad Dornick, Sean Levine, uh, Katie Skinner, Steve Feast, uh, Rachel, 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 Hot, Hot Topic Joe's Rachel. Oh, wow. That's nice of her. Yeah. Uh, Drew Boyd and, of course, uh, stupid Michael Heredia. Um, so thank you again for all you guys for your, for your support. It means a lot to us. And, uh, yeah, like I mentioned, um, if – you're on the Patreon. This week we'll be releasing an episode of Gremlins for 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 the, the January Patreon and going forward. Um, I th- I'm going to try and change it up a bit and release an actual schedule uh, so that anyone who's interested in joining the Patreon, you know, you'll you'll know what you'll be getting and and things like that. You know, what movies, what other sideshows, and things like that. And of course, some sometimes it's just want to record random shit and, and and throw it in there. But yeah, of course, you'll be getting a review of that and uh of gremlins of course and uh yeah any final words before we get out of here jeremy on this this christmas edition of uh you know the episode um no i just want uh to wish everyone a a very merry christmas if that's the holiday you celebrate or any other holiday of the season hope you really enjoy your time um please remember that i uh, make a great young Santa right now. So when I'm old, make sure you uh, send this to any future mall employer to let me know that I'm the best Santa. Um, and yeah, just Merry, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, uh, whatever, whatever makes you happy in this time of year. All right, guys, from all of us here at the PWT cast, we wish you a Merry Christmas. And for the PWT cast, I've been Scrump. And this is Jeremy. And this is friend of the show. Oh, man, I wish we got in Santa, but instead we got Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega here, friend of the show. Unfortunately, we've run out of things to say, and so, well, we must bid you adieu. So, until next time at the PWT's cast, goodbye and good night. Bang. Bang.